Hello, this is Revel, and you are listening to Rockin' Radio. For timeline clarity, this show is recorded and updated in August 2009. My guest today is author and certified raw food chef, Raw Dog Rory. Hi, Rory. Hey, how's it going? Um, uh, continuously, I hope. <laughs> 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 so you really seem to be making a name for yourself on the scene here. I see you uh, in your uh, on your website with all kinds of the main folks here, rawdogrory.com. It's R-A-W-D-A-W-G-R-O-R-Y.com. Um, so what, tell, tell us how you got into raw food and how long ago that was, and what did you do before that? Um. Before I got into raw foods, um, I was really into organic farming and sustainable living. But uh, as much as I was into growing really great, healthy foods, uh, I wasn't into eating them that much, uh-huh. which, is, which is kind of a struggle. Um, I, did, I did struggle a lot with eating you know, junk foods and less than ideal stuff, even though I had known all about the importance of um, eating healthy and the benefits. Um, I got into raw foods... Um, when I took my wife to this raw vegan cafe in Pennsylvania called the, the Loving Life Cafe, and I had this really amazing raw taco dinner platter, and it just blew my mind that you could make food like this using just fresh, healthy, organic, raw ingredients. And um, that was really like the, uh, the transformational moment for me. And um, that, was about, that was probably about three years ago. And um, then I started getting into raw foods myself and doing it on my own about two and a half years ago. And I was picking up a lot of books on it and studying up and um, starting to work on trying to concoct my own recipes. And um, started off small with a goal of uh, 50% raw foods and just gradually worked my way up. And... um, over the course of about a year and three months, went from 50% raw on up to eating 100% raw. And in that time, I had just like some amazing health benefits. I um, had chronic sinusitis and chronic stuffy-headedness, and both of those have faded away. And um, I used to have aches and pains, headaches, all that, gone. And also, I've lost 90 pounds since I went raw. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. It was. Another, uh, another female person. Huh? <laughs> a small female person. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. It, it was a trip. Now, now you, you went, uh, you said you, you transitioned. Did that leave you with excuses? Because, uh, you know, some people say just go 100% because if you don't, you're going to have excuses saying, oh, well, I'm only 50% raw. I can eat that or, you know, stuff like that. It's um, easier to deviate. For me, it, did, it, gave, me, it gave me permission to fudge up. Because, you know, I, I knew this was like a new thing for me. Um, it was not only a whole new way of eating, but it was a new way of preparing food, of, uh, you know, planning my diet, and of, um, you know, finding out what I liked and what worked for me. And by starting off with a small goal, like 50%, it made it a lot simpler to um, ease into it. And I found that it, it benefited me in a bunch of ways, because as I was, I was a easing into it, 
I got a chance to learn more without really being pressured to live up to a certain standard. And um, by the time I did ease into going raw, I'd already had all the all the maneuvers down, you know, all my recipes, found out what worked for me, got into a groove with preparing foods. And um, also it seemed to lessen the detox symptoms that I hear a lot of people having issues with. Mm, yeah, I was going to ask you, is you, you mentioned the benefits. Did you have any detox symptoms? I did have a little bit. There's like the occasional day where, you know, I didn't feel oh so great, and then, you know, the occasional gas. But um, other than that, nothing major, not, not like I've heard, which um, I think is really important. And um, I also made changes to my cooked food diet. Not only was I eating more raw foods, but I changed my uh, cooked food meals to healthier options. Mm-hmm. And it worked out really great because when you eat cooked foods, it kind of slows the detoxification process sure. and um, made it a lot easier to deal with. And at the same time, I had I had healthier options to fall back on when I would, you know, fall off the raw wagon occasionally. Now, you you said you were preparing food. Were you were you the food preparer before you went raw, or, or did uh, I know you've got a wife and did she do most of the cooking previously, or is this something you've always oh, done? I actually I actually did do most of the uh, food preparing before. I've. I've always been a bit of a food nerd, and uh, I've been a foodie since I was a teenager, always into cooking and whipping up stuff. It was actually one of the, it was exciting for me going raw because it was a whole new challenge trying to make delicious meals without ever cooking them, so that was a lot of fun getting through. Cool. Um, so how's your wife with this raw thing? Oh, she loves it. She She's uh, high raw herself. Um, and she just, she enjoys a lot of the dishes I make. She loves green smoothies and, um, she's noticed some health benefits from it as well. Some people say when they, they're, they're afraid that when they start eliminating the weight, the excess weight, that they're also losing muscle mass. Is there a way to, you know, keep the muscle mass or gain some while you're doing that? Because I've seen some pretty, pretty skinny vegans. (laughs) I have too, and um, I actually started to experience that myself um, back when I went through my initial really fast weight loss. Because over the first day, first year and the three three months that I you know was working my way to 100% raw, I'd lost 45 pounds, and then once I hit that 100% raw mark, the three months directly after that, within that time, I lost the other 45 pounds like that, mm. and. I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't, I never as much muscle as I thought under all that flap. So um, I did a lot of research on how to maintain a good body weight while still eating a raw foods diet. And I've seen some people converting back over to cooked foods, transitioning some more like healthy cooked foods into their meals. Um, but I didn't want to go that route. I wanted to see, you know, if I could get all my goals taken care of while still maintaining a 100% raw diet. And so I started looking up... Um, how to put that bulk on. And one of the best things that I've read was combining raw fats, good raw fats with um, greens to help assimilate the amino acids in them. And so that's one of the reasons why I invented my uh, green vanilla bean shake, which there's a recipe video for on my website. And um, also resistance exercises are so important. If you're going to be on any kind of diet and you're concerned about muscle mass, the best way to address that is by working out anaerobically 
and doing muscle building exercises. Once I started doing that, the results were not only really, really good, but um, a lot better than I'd ever had trying to put on muscle mass when I was eating a cooked food diet and eating all that junk food that I used to eat. Let's talk a bit about... um... Okay, I'm typing as I'm tr- talking, and that doesn't work. Uh, let's let's talk about a minute about fats. I did an interview the other day, just yesterday, with um, Susan Shank, and she was saying that in order to eliminate excess weight, you have to eat fat, which seems to go against reasoning. I've seen so many people say, "No, no, I cut out all these fats," but I have found personally that eating eating some fat eliminates the fat if it's good fat, of course. Absolutely. I had, I had the, um, the same exact experience. Um, during the time that I really experienced my most rapid weight loss, I was consuming quite a bit of raw fats in the form of nuts, nut milks, you know, nut milk-based smoothies. Um, I was making my own homemade tahini and like dipping bananas in it. And so I was pretty much putting on the raw fats like crazy. And, and the, uh, the fat that I didn't want was just sloughing off. It was crazy. Um, and yeah, so I would I would recommend that um, in the long run. I hear that eating a high percentage of raw fats can cause some issues, mm-hmm. um, but for weight loss, it seems to really help. And for me, it also helped um, replace that craving for a really filling cooked meal. Yeah, yeah, it definitely like filled in that gap and uh, helped me avoid <laughs> some uh, other unhealthy options. Yeah, I think that's part of the pro- the issue with people is they're so afraid of they're you know they're so inundated with negativity about fat, but they don't understand the difference between say heavy duty animal fat as opposed to uh, raw vegan fats. Absolutely, I hear that a lot, especially um, from people just starting on the raw diet. And uh, you know, I meet a lot of people that are you know looking to go a hundred percent. And right off the bat, they're not only just trying to go 100%, which, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't recommend for everybody to just say, hey, I'm going to do 100% because it's a lot of pressure. But at the same time, they're also um, looking to cut the amount of raw fats they're taking in. And it just seems like a lot to deal with at one time yeah, when yeah. entering. Go ahead. Uh, when entering a new paradigm of living. Yeah. And um, I think it's better just cut yourself some slack and, you know, eat what works for you and see how you feel. If that's going to, you know, carry you through it, that's pretty much what worked for me. All right. We'll be back with Raw Dog Rory in a moment. Uh, website is raw dog, D-A-W-G, Rory.com. Go there, check out his um, website, and uh, he's got a new ebook out, which we're going to talk about in a bit. Um, Great book, by the way. And uh, so we'll be back in a flash. Don't go away. Hi, and welcome back to Rockin' Radio. Uh, Since Rory and I are talking about fats, what um, I'm going to talk about is eliminating some, but not necessarily through food. So if you or someone you know is tired of being on the weight-lost, weight-found roller coaster... If you realize willpower is not working, if you find yourself eating and overeating other than when you're hungry, go to bodaciousliving.com slash ideal weight and check out my program, Tap Into Your Ideal Weight. In September, I'll be holding two teleclasses as well as a Pasadena local class. Uh, reserve your spot by signing up today. Uh, 
part of the issue I found is that emotional eaters, even when eating raw, will have an issue with emotional eating and overeat whatever and eat at any time. <laughs> and when you're getting started, that's not a problem. But after a while, you need to check your uh, emotional eating issues. Also, check out my other site, letstalkraw.com, where your questions will be asked of our guests. We've got a full lineup through November of this, as of this episode. With a small one-time lifetime fee, you can participate in all the interviews by emailing your questions and receive my ebook, Let's Talk Raw, an Unbaker's Dozen of My Favorite Recipes. My guest today, Raw Dog Rory. Go to his website, R-A-W-D-A-W-G, Rory, R-O-R-Y.com. It's all one word. And check out his website. He's got videos. He's got um, the ebook. You got to get the ebook. It's 179 pages. That's amazing. Um, and uh, all kinds of other information. So, uh, Rory, let, let's let's just talk for a minute what we were talking about with fats, because that's a big issue for many people, especially women. And I know when I started, this was like 14 years ago before anybody else knew about raw, basically. Well, I guess a few people did, but before it became as prevalent. And basically all we ate was nut-based things. We made, you know, patties and, and uh, cookies and breads, and it was all nut-based. There were six of us. We all eliminated excess weight and then some. Nice. Yeah, we just didn't know how to stop the downslide with the, with the weight thing, so we, we freaked out after like three months, and we all, most of us started eating cooked again because of our fear of that. So you're saying we don't have to, that it will stop or... Is there, is there a way for somebody, especially somebody, like I was like 112 and I went down under 100 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of different theories uh-huh. on, you know, on um, weight gain. One of the things I hear brought up a lot is um, absorption issues. And uh, some people believe if you go on a, which it seems contradictory, but I heard if you, if you go on like a water fast uh-huh. or some sort of cleansing fast when you reach that point, It'll help clean out your system, and your body will better be able to better assimilate the um, nutrients coming in and put it back on as bulk. But um, what I found that worked for me was just um, combining, you know, greens and fats, and doing some sort of resistance. Yeah, sorry, resistance <laughs> exercises, and um, the results were immediate. Like I could see muscles coming on that I, I hadn't even had before. And I'm not sure with, with women. You know, I don't know if there's an issue with wanting to like bulk up that way, but resistance to exercising is really important for everybody because it also helps um, promote bone density, and um, it just seemed to be seemed to me to be the easiest way to um, put that mass back on. Yeah, absolutely. Even even with women, I mean, we we do build muscle. I mean, same way guys do. <laughs> so yeah, but but I think a lot of women are just not used to doing the. Uh, Resistance exercises, you know, they're good at walking and they're good at aerobics and yoga and Pilates, but Pilates is kind of a resistance exercise. But I think lifting things like your children, you know, when, when, uh, when women were younger or women had children, when they were carrying around, I think their upper body strength had improved tremendously compared to where it is when they don't have children. Oh, absolutely. I would totally agree on that. Yeah, that one just came to me just as I was thinking about what you were saying with resistance exercises. So how, how did you come up with the name Raw Dog? <laughs> my, actually, my cousins and friends back in the day, I forget who, who was the first one to utter it, 
But back when I was a teenager, they started calling me Raw Dog Rory. And <laughs> I kind of just, you know, laughed it off. And then once I started getting into raw foods and uh, seeing everybody with these clever uh, raw names, it just popped right back into my head. I was like, that's perfect. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to get a little controversy here. And um, now when you talk raw foods, you're talking raw vegan, yes or no? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a trend now. I don't know if you've seen or heard of it. Many formerly raw vegans are going towards eating raw animal products. Are you aware of that? Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot about that. And, and your, I, your take, just, just for... Um, my take on it is, in some instances, it makes sense. And um, I can see why people are heading towards that. Because um, if we're really, you know, using primates from, you know, what I hear is a lot of people are using primates as the basis yes. of the raw food diet. Um, when you really examine their natural diet, they, um, they're eating insects, um, whether intentionally or unintentionally, because wild fruits and foods are loaded with insects and not to be gross, but insect feces, which do contain a significant amount of uh, B12. And also, even chimpanzees occasionally hunt and consume raw meat. So I can, I can see where the logic is in um, wanting to, you know, complete the natural diet and, you know, start adding more, um, you know, more raw animal products into the, into the uh, raw vegan diet. Yeah, well, one of the people said it was... Um who had been raw vegan for 10 years, and he, he said that's a good cleansing diet. And I'm like, for 10 years? You know, it's like, uh, seems like a long time to be doing some cleansing, and then he's gone back to, you know, he's, he's added some uh, raw eggs and uh, goat kefir and things like that. And, uh, you know, there, there's, there's quite a bit of controversy about it. And somebody else said, in, in last night's interview, uh, she said that, in all of history, there's never been a people who ate raw vegan, totally. And I was like, whoa. I mean, I, I don't know if that's true. Now, have you done enough research to know that? Um, I've not heard of a culture that's done strictly raw vegan. And um, what, it was about maybe like a year ago, I ran into a couple at um, Whole Foods, of all places, and they were really passionate about raw foods, but they were also passionate about consuming animal products and they you know we, we had a con struck up a conversation and they said to me um you really need to look into where you're getting your b12 from and uh you know I, i'd always heard the usual sources spirulina sea vegetables kombucha raw honey and so i figured out my base is covered but i decided to look into it even further you know just better to be safe than sorry because you know, for me, the diet, the raw vegan diet is about um, being healthy and not so much about making it a dogma. Sure. To where, it's, you know, I could get fanatic with it and, you know, lose my health in the process. So I did some research on it, and um, they found that there was this vegan community in India, and, you know, they had perfect levels of B12, and they could, you know, scientists were trying to figure it out, and they were looking into their food storage, and they found that their grain bins were actually filled with insect parts and insect poop. And so they were actually inadvertently supplementing their diet with uh, insects. Hmm. 
and but their B12 levels were perfect. And and I, also in my research, I found that a lot of the usual sources of B12 aren't really as uh, as good as they're cracked up to be. So in the um, in the long run, I ended up going to uh, taking a B12 supplement just to make sure I had that base covered. Yeah, the the thing is, um, I I've, I understand. Don't know, you know, personally from experience or anything that many people who are meat eaters mm-hmm. are deficient in B12. And uh, my guess is because they cook their food as opposed to uh, adding raw eggs or whatever. Absolutely. Um, so many things are lost in the cooking process, and I'm sure B12 is one of the ones that if it's not lost completely, it's uh, denatured quite a bit, I'm sure. And also, uh, B12 issues can arise a lot from absorption. Mm-hmm. So even if we're consuming plenty of um, good sources of B12, if our um, digestive system isn't on par, we're not going to be picking it up as well as we should. And then there's also the issue with uh, analog forms of B12, which are found in a lot of things, um, even seaweeds and uh, sea vegetables have the analog form of B12, which actually bind to our receptor sites and, uh, but are not human available. So they'll bind the receptor sites, block the B12 we need from getting in there, kind of like eating negative B12, so it's something to look into, too. So are you saying we should not eat seaweed? No, I, I'm, I think we should eat it. I enjoy it a lot, but um, I think we shouldn't rely on it for uh, our source of B12. Gotcha. Okay. All right, rawdogrory.com. We'll be back in a flash. Hi, this is Revel. We're back with Rockin' Radio. Uh, if you've not heard yet, I've got a new program. Of course you heard, because I just said it in the last break. But I just want to make sure i got a new program called Tap Into Your Ideal Weight. As Alyssa Cohen says, it's not just about the food. So I've created this program to support people who would like to address other issues with food, including when, where, and why we eat, emotional aspects, habit, and more. So check out bodaciousliving.com slash idealweight for live in-person classes here in South Cal and upcoming teleclasses. That's Bodacious, B-O-D-A-C-I-O-U-S, living, one word, bodaciousliving.com slash idealweight. Please take time to check out my other websites, revelations.com, two V's and two L's, where you can sign up for my weekly revelations. When you do, you'll receive my latest ebook, find out about my teleclasses, and my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and Smoothies and Smoothies for Life, also books I recommend from Amazon and more. Remember to surrender to the blender for optimal health. We're back with Raw Dog Rory, R-A-W-D-A-W-G-R-O-R-Y, all one word, rawdogrory.com. And you need to really go to his website and check out his brand new ebook. I've got a copy here. It's got 179 pages. This thing is packed, packed with all kinds of good information. You got some pretty pictures. <laughs> is this ever going to become a, a softcover or hardcover book? We're looking into that, and hopefully, hopefully that's something that will be happening in the near future. Okay. Um, he's got breakfast, lunch, veggies, honey mustard sauce. Oh, i got to check the honey mustard sauce. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that for me is one of the biggest things about eating greens. I love salads, but it's got to have – I can have the same salad every day, but I've got to change the dressings because dressings to me make the salad. Um, you got flax crackers, pizza crackers, cheesy crackers – Oh, my. Chipotle chili cheese chips. 
Uh-huh, kale chips. Of course, we love kale chips. You got stirred, stirred, not fried veggies. I mean, you, you, he's got, I don't know, what do you have, over 100 recipes here? Oh, yes, yeah, so over 100 recipes in there. And um, I wanted to cover everything from breakfast, lunch, snacks, dinner, desserts, of course. Got to have the desserts. Got to have desserts. Yeah, and what do we have for desserts? We got strawberry pie. We got raw tahini. We've got creamy vanilla pop. Uh, creamy vanilla tahiti pie. Oh, my God, I'm going to have fun. <laughs> so l- let me ask you this, Rory. There, you, you, know, you do know there's controversy about cacao. Where, where, where do you stand on that? Um, I, with cacao, I kind of think that it has far more benefits than it has detriments. And, um, I, you know, a lot of foods that we consider healthy do have some... Um, toxic elements to them you know a lot of people think theobromine stimulant toxin but if you look at stuff such as wild herbs and uh, edible weeds they have a high number of alkaloids which if eaten in excess can make us sick but if eaten in the right amounts can be a medicine so i i kind of feel the same way about cacao from what i've read about it and uh, i've noticed that too that if i overdo it on cacao you know i could you know i feel a little spacey or to get a headache, but if I eat, you know, the uh, decent amount of it a day and don't go overboard, I feel great. Now, my, my, my question is, I've seen it as powders and I've seen it in various forms. Can it actually be raw? Um, with the, uh, the, raw, with the uh, raw cacao, the main difference in it from uh, standard cacao is that it undergoes a different process. Instead of roasting the beans, the raw cacao beans, they uh, ferment them to get the same uh, effect, the same chocolatey taste. So it's a, it's a lower heat method of doing it. The temperatures do get a little up there, but from what I've read, it, it, um, it's a much gentler process mm-hmm. than, uh, than roasting, and a lot of the antioxidants and the um, nutritional elements of the cacao is uh, preserved during that process. But... Uh, not 100% sure on the grinding, like how much friction is generated in the grinding of it into a powder form. Okay. Um, now, you say you are a certified raw chef. Who, who'd you go through? Uh, Jody Allen of uh, Loving Life Cafe. Uh-huh. And um, she was certified by Alyssa Cohen. Okay. And she, oh, yeah, and she's had over um, 10 years' experience preparing raw and living foods. And she was actually the uh, the co-owner of the Loving Life Cafe, where I first got to sample raw foods. Oh, so it right. was really really a privilege for me to be um, to be certified by her. Is that in Connecticut? Actually, no. That was in uh, New Oxford, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, I just I had just moved uh, back to Connecticut recently. Um, we were in Pennsylvania. I was moved to Pennsylvania to do an organic farming internship, and then. Uh, ended up getting into vegetarianism and then later into raw veganism. And uh, after I became certified, I was looking around for a place to really get more involved with the raw community, and I seen that things were really blowing up in my old hometown of West Haven, thanks to uh, Glenn Colello and at the uh, Catch a Healthy Habit Cafe in mm-hmm. West Haven, Connecticut. And I um, thought that this would be a great place to come back to and really immerse myself in the culture. 
Yeah, it seems like the Northeast is really happening with uh, Alyssa Cohen up in Maine and now the, this place in Pennsylvania, you in Connecticut. I think Gianni is in Connecticut and this other place Coelho's got in, uh, in Connecticut. I mean, the Northeast is happening, isn't it? We're going to rival uh, California pretty soon. <laughs> it seems like it. It's amazing to me to see all this going on in my old hometown where, you know, back when I was a teenager, I watched health food stores come and go and really a bummer to see them fall out of business but uh to see you know this kind of culture thriving in on the east coast is just great for me yeah what, what happens in the winter i understand uh for many people because i'm from connecticut myself oh cool yeah and when we were back there it seemed that in the summer it seemed difficult to get some good raw produce uh what's it like in the winter um in the winter, it can be tricky. Um, you know, it can it can be a little pricey getting raw foods depending on where you go. And um, one of the best things I can recommend for people who are struggling with that is maybe um, doing some sprouting to get like the optimal, you know, some optimal extra enzymes. Sure. When you you know when you can't get the ideal stuff at the grocery store, but pretty much we just we make do with what we can find and uh, bend the recipes accordingly. You know, so you know, try to eat with the seasons a little bit. You know, when pumpkins start coming in the season, then I'll start making uh, you know my raw pumpkin smoothies. And then there's a recipe from another chef that I really like for uh, sweet um, sweet potato casserole. And we use sweet potatoes and grind them up and make that. So I would say try to eat with the seasons as much as possible. But to me, eating um, eating raw has been such a great thing for me that even though it's a struggle in the winter sometimes getting the getting the best stuff. I still go with what I can get and whip it up anyway. Okay, there's your new book, uh, Rory. Eating, eating for the seasons or eating for the winter or something like <laughs> that because you're in the Northeast and that's a big issue for a lot of people out that way. Oh, that, yeah, that would be a fun project. Uh-huh. I do hear that a lot. Like people are worried, like, well, you know, how am I going to feel in the winter? Yeah. And, um the first winter, it was a little bit of a struggle for me, so I did. I drank, you know, I would drink tea, and um, also I would eat a lot more spicy foods in sure. the winter. Um, I'd make little, you know, ginger shots, just blend a little bit of uh, water and uh, ginger in the blender, strain it out through a nut milk bag, and just do like ginger shots in the morning before I'd go off to start my day. Wow! And yeah, that's definitely a good thing you. Uh, boost your metabolism and get your circulation going. Uh-huh. It's just such a great warming herb. You, you feel that for hours afterwards. Yeah, I think that's good for the heart, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I noticed that I actually started to feel, once my circulation improved, compared to back when I was eating cooked, I actually started to feel warmer in the winters than I did when I was um, eating cooked foods. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Once your circulation is going better, because that's the, especially with women, that's a big issue with their hands and their feet is they don't have uh, very good circulation. So that's a very good tip you just gave. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I was having the exact same issues. Hands and feet were always cold. And um, I noticed that faded drastically once I started getting hardcore with the raw foods. Well, yay. That's, that, that's probably one of the biggest tips we ju- you just gave um, people so raw food classes you're teaching and uh what, what do people need to know about that how, how can they get a hold of you and get a raw food class le- lesson oh they, they can contact me through my website and um we'll travel um anywhere within 50 miles of derby connecticut 
um, that'll be, that travel costs will be included in the price of the classes that are on the website. And um, also, if people are, would really like me to come elsewhere, I am up for traveling just about anywhere. Um, as long as people are willing to cover the travel costs, I'm, I'm up for it. Okay, travel and lodging. Set them up. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up with Rory in the near future? Are you, tra- are you going to Ross Beer Festival, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Absolutely. We're, uh, me and my wife are going, and daughter are going to the uh, Ross Beer Festival in D.C., and I'm going to be doing a food demo, and actually my daughter and my nephew are going to be doing a food demo together in the kids' section. Wow, how fun is that? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them, and uh, my daughter's really geeked up about it. And also, me and my wife are going to be going to the Ball Spirit Festival in Arizona, and I'm going to be doing a food demo there as well. Oh, now you make me want to go. I've been invited to go and speak and everything, but uh, I've been kind of like, ah, that, uh. <laughs> so, so I may have to go. Anyway, thank you, uh, Rory. Appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Oh, no problem. It was a pleasure. All right, don't go away. Uh, rawdogrory.com. Go there, check it out, get his ebook. And remember, go right now to register for letstalkraw.com and go see if we can get Rory on there so you can ask him your questions. And if you're having a weight issue, go to bodaciousliving.com slash ideal weight. Stop, stop the struggle, you know, get rid, take care of the emotional issues. Sign up for my new program. You'll be glad you did. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Rockin' Radio. Please, please feel free to go to rockinradio.com to purchase books and DVDs by all my guests to help keep this program on the air. If you'd like to advertise on or sponsor this program, please contact me at Spill your beans at rockinradio.com. My engineer is Bo Astrup. I'm Revel Revity saying, remember to revel in life and always play with your food. Bye for now. Bye for now.